1: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Loud and local
2: continues on the rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW.
3: Hey,
4: what's going on? It is the loud and local stay home sessions where we talk to local bands, not in studio, but via zoom. We've been doing this for two years now. So you think we'd get used to it? But, uh, you know, we're hanging out here and I I got a band called Aster House. I've heard a lot of really good things about you guys. I checked out your music, have not seen you live yet, but I watched a little documentary you guys did. Oh, Uh, (laughs) thank you so uh, much. Yeah. So welcome to the show. First off, tell me what your name is and what you do in Aster House.
0: Yeah, well, um, I'm John Thornburg. I uh, sing and play drums and sometimes the guitar. Not well. That's what I do.
2: Uh, I guess I'll go next. My name is Russ. I play guitar, piano, and I'm the lead tap dancer. The lead tap dancer. Ooh. Yes. (laughs) Lead.
5: (laughs) And uh, I'm Julio Posada, and I play the bass.
4: Right on. So Power Trio, is that right? we're trio yeah i
2: wouldn't
4: call it power trio <laughs> okay lackluster trio perhaps wow yeah i see i like the self-deprecating humor already i'm uh, oh, I like yeah, you guys already <laughs> so starting off um you know let's get a little bit of the origin story before we jump into the idea behind the the documentary and your, your new music and shows so uh when, when did all did you guys meet and and uh tell me a little bit about the origin story
0: sure um well me and uh Russ are brothers, so uh oh, there you we go. met yeah so we we met in childhood and it's it's been a it's been a wild ride ever <laughs> since and um me me and Russ met Julia when we were in high school or no junior high I guess I should I probably think
5: yeah it. junior high origin story okay. <laughs> is wrong already There's <laughs> actually possibly that we could have seen each other uh possibly interacted years before that because of uh one family friend that we both had. <laughs>
0: The the history is a little blotted, but I know we have a history. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the only confirmation I can say is that we're brothers, and yeah. then Julio's like somewhere.
2: Yeah, Julio <laughs> is like is like one atom away from being our brother. You know, which I'm sure is horrifying for him. To know, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we've we've been together so long. I think we're all brothers at this point. Yeah. I guess, you know. But
0: yeah, you know, we we you know started hanging out in high school with Julio, and. um, he was just starting to play the bass. And you know, what was cool about Julio is when he started to play the bass, you know, uh, we had started immediately jamming with him because we liked him so much as a person. So oh. essentially when Julio started, it was like, we were all learning this together. So it was very, um, I, it was very like the, the relationship, all of us, we were kind of coddling each other because we were doing so many new things. So Was I, this I, your first band? All of your first bands? Not, not quite. I mean, we, I mean, we've been playing together
5: too it long. was my first man yeah.
0: yeah
4: well as you were just learning you know
0: yeah yeah my, my first cool. experience singing and writing and Russ's first experience of tap dancing
4: tap dancing <laughs> but not last yeah not last though yeah okay so we gotta we gotta get a shout out what was the high school oh god do we have to yes we do
0: Inglemore
4: <laughs> high, <School. laughs> high School yeah <laughs>
2: and
4: yep. that's in where where's that at uh in Kenmore 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 okay so so Astor House is a Kenmore band, not a Seattle band. You're a Kenmore band. That's right. I don't Kenmore think that Rock City.
2: <laughs> Kenmore's <laughs> like, no, 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 Seattle, Seattle.
4: <laughs> so, okay, so you meet in high school and, and you're so you're doing the band in high school?
5: Uh, yeah. We've been um uh, at the time we had the luxury of being able to practice like up to five times a week because that's awesome. We had you know, we had school and then we were together at the time there and we could just like say, oh, hey, after school, do you have any homework or anything? And like, That's oh, right. OK, let's uh, practice before <laughs> all the boring
4: adult stuff comes in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very. boring. Absolutely. <laughs> Making sure the plants
0: don't die. You know, that stuff.
4: Yep. <laughs> so you <laughs> get your chops yeah. up at a pretty young age and and, uh, you know, d- did you guys immediately start with the name Astro House or was it a different project? Uh,
0: uh, we, we had another name um that uh, <laughs> we had another name we were called jar for a long time okay obviously we're very lazy when you hear our band names and we're totally garbage people right. but uh <laughs> so it was it was like uh, like a clothing line and like several other bands and then we had kind of been through a couple of weird emotional things uh sure i guess with that name and so when we started aster house we just it was the same band got the new name and uh things got a lot more pleasant. So it's kind of like an exorcism of our title.
4: It was nice. So. Yeah. so who came up with the name Astor House and where did you guys get it from? That
3: was, was this guy. It
0: was <laughs> it was me. It's kind mm-hmm. of a, a weird, it's a weird story, but I, I really, all of a sudden I got into more current day Bob Dylan. Okay. And he had this like, he sounds like a cigarette, which is like the Probably great, it, like, <laughs> totally. and he would say like, Aster. and I was like, that is such a cool, Sound. I just want to say it all the time, and so uh, I was like, well, "We, you know, we should have some sort of name that incorporates Bob Dylan's cigarette ash." And uh, so, so we we came, or I, I came up with Aster House, and um, I didn't really know what it meant, but I guess Aster also means flower. Well, so it's like flower, but it also is uh, it means star. So yeah. it's like Star House, Flower House. I kind of maybe link it to the brain, trying to feel good in here you know, some, yeah. something along those lines. I don't know. Bob Dylan's cigarette
4: mostly. <laughs> okay. Nice. So, so growing up, you know, and, 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 and you two being brothers and then uh, Julio, um, what were some of your influences? Like what were some of your first favorite bands? Julio, let's start with you.
5: Um, Let's see. Like um, it was actually kind of funny how um I got into a lot of music was, mm-hmm. Originally, it started a little bit out of spite. um, Okay. because
4: spite band.
5: (laughs) Well, like, um, because I came up from Colombia and I was kind Mm. of this foreign kid. I didn't know too much music. I listened to a bunch of other stuff back then. And, you know, sometimes Radio Disney would be on. And so I'd be listening to that as a little kid. Shout out Radio Um, Disney. (laughs) So I didn't know too much at the time. And, um, you know like there were some people that were making fun of me because I couldn't name like the entire Beatles discography yeah. and so I was like you know what fine and I go and listen to um uh, all my dad's music because he had a bunch and he, he was more than happy to let me listen to his library yeah. and I went through and I started finding a lot of stuff that I did like and other things and you know in the end I wound up liking Black Sabbath more than the Beatles but there you go that's just, I discovered my kind of guy. other stuff. And um, as time went on, you know, I started listening to um, more music. I decided like, okay, I was one of those, like, I only, I, I listened to everything except rap and country. And then I kind of had to stop myself and I'm like, there's some good Julio, rap and country. <laughs> listen to Linkin Park. And, <laughs> and then I'm rap. starting to think like, Every other, you know, of the classic rock music you listen to has its roots in like blues, bluegrass. And then I decided everything, you know, it kind of influences the other. And I should probably open my mind a little more. And I started (laughs) then listening to other stuff, electronic music, rap. I started appreciating that more. Started listening to Johnny Cash. Yeah.
0: That's new. I didn't know that.
5: Yeah, it's just kind of like you'll have... You'll look at my playlist, and it'll be anything from sea shanties to Celtic music to. uh, He's telling you everything, Kevin. Hindu music, (laughs) (laughs) um, uh, folk Indian metal, which you know, it's yeah. From there, and I mean, I'm kind of glad, you know, that that's kind of became this thing where I'm basically sleep breathing and eating music at all times. That'll get them. (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome man that's cool to hear
4: i'm 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 stoked that you know uh you you are open to all of this stuff and it sounds like you have a wider depth of musical taste than i even do so shout out to you uh so you guys as brothers what was the kind of stuff you were digging on before you started a band
2: well i mean i know uh we had a huge obsession very incredibly early on for the doors like kind of unhealthy obsession, like in diapers, you know, kind of the sort of obsession where you're like, these kids know more about Jim Morrison than they do about their own parents or math, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, lots of, uh, I, mean, I'm, I mean, we're still huge fans of The Doors, but mm-hmm. I know for me it was um, a lot of just, I guess, alternative rock stuff, you know, yeah. like I always say the same things, you know, The Doors, Led Zeppelin, Incubus, The Beatles, <laughs> a lot of Beck, you know, it's kind of, I've realized over the last, couple of years that it's not so much like genres of music i like but certain musicians you know so like one of my favorite musicians Beck. what i love i love all his records but it's all different genres everything oh yeah different and i was like i guess it's just more the writers themselves that i'm into rather than certain genres i guess you know
0: yeah i i would i would agree with that too um you know because i i definitely i think the three of us kind of run wild with what we're into i mean i love a lot of like you know, we're an alternative band, but you know, I love like a lot of Nico Case and mm-hmm. Neil Young and Wilco, but then I also love Incubus and the Smashing Pumpkins and Steven Wilson and Oh yeah, Steven Wilson. Yeah, you know, like I kind of like Julio, if if it's if if it really reaches me deep inside, I'm I'm gonna listen to as much mm-hmm. as I can. So
4: awesome. Yeah. Well, we will be, you know, showcasing some of your tunes here in, in just a few but, and also talking about upcoming shows you guys have, mm-hmm. but uh, something that was interesting to me is that you guys decided to, you know, during the pandemic, you guys kind of made a, a, a bit of a film. You guys did a, did a documentary. So tell me what was your experience and, or what was the original idea behind this, this documentary and, and where people can hear or people can watch it. And, yeah. and what was the process like?
6: Well,
4: it was a really interesting
0: uh, inception because <clears throat> We before the pandemic, we had realized because we did the math and I think we were right uh, that we had been playing together for 10 years. And so at first we thought like, oh, you know, it'd it'd be kind of cool to create some sort of not a documentary, but like just like, you know, kind of some little pointless visual thing to kind of celebrate like like places and, and clubs we like to play. So it was really just something like that. And then so we had these interviews lined up with like, you know, different. Promoters and different people that we've, you know, run to in Seattle, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, the world came to a screeching halt. And we had done some of the interviews, but we had all these lined up, and we went like, "Well, this is really uh, a never-before-experienced experience." (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And and so after a while, we we were kind of thinking that the project was dead in the water, and we thought, well, you know there's a lot we can actually talk to people about. Cause we were, you know, the three of us, we were, I mean, we lived together, so we weren't separate, but you know, we were kind of removed from that community of people that we became really, really close to. And so we decided like, you know, let's, let's talk to everybody, set up zoom interviews. And it was really therapeutic because, you know, I, I think that, the, I mean, speaking for myself at least is you kind of start to grind away at like where your life is going off the rails and you start to kind of, try to not measure yourself, but like I was measuring my own life against the dream that I had of like Mm -hmm. where I would go and what I would experience. So it was comforting talking to other people, knowing that they were in the same boat too. And we're, you know, I mean, obviously there's so much going on and there was a lot of people suffering at the time. So it was really, I think
4: a bunch of, bunch of good reasons to, to continue with something like that, you know? And Julia, what about you? How was your experience doing that?
5: Um, it was uh, pretty strange. Um, like off the bat, like if you'd have told me uh, ten years ago that uh, wearing a mask would become as normal to me as putting on my shoes before I leave the house, I would have just, you know, that I'd live to see and a global pandemic. You know, the last one being a hundred years ago.
3: Yeah.
5: Um, I would have just not believe you. Um, but I mean, I've always sort of been a homebody. Mm. So I was slightly prepared. Um, go. But at the same time, <laughs> there was just the fact that aside from like just being at home now, all of a sudden it's like, well now it's like, you don't want to go out because mm-hmm. you know, it's basically a plague. And like, I think we here in Seattle, we had, we were basically like ground zero. At, um mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, it's just, you know, it was insane that, like, um, some of the people that we've known, like, wound up getting very sick from, uh, from this. And it's just like, wow, if, if I step outside, like, if I, you know, if I wasn't fighting agoraphobia before, like, (laughs) I definitely am now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But
4: you guys persevered and you made something cool out of it. And that's a positive thing to look back at. And where can people find it? Well, it's uh, it's currently being
0: shown on the Seattle channel. Um, I, it, they've been showing it. I mean, I, I honestly don't know when the next showing is, but it is on YouTube as well. Like if you just search aster House, it'll yep. come right up. It's on our YouTube page. And it's it, it was interesting like that uh, when it happened, because we're not, Filmmakers at all, like Mm -hmm. the the whole thing was never will and never will be again. But like, because it was all shot on like a cell phone and and like a a different camera, and we have editing software from like 15 years ago. So the whole thing was just like fly by the seat of your pants, very DIY. uh, Yeah, Clippy would still show up and say, "Are you trying to make a crappy movie?" And we'd like,
4: "Yes, Yes, of course, yes yes. Yes, I am." Yes. Uh, well, you can check it out for yourself and see, you know, and, and we all lived through this and but they made something cool out of it. And were you guys able to record music during the pandemic?
2: A little bit. Yeah, we've been kind of I feel like during the pandemic, it was a lot more writing. I mean, mm-hmm. I know for me personally, I felt I got really, really lucky through this. I mean, a lot more than most. So mm-hmm. I, I was able to really, you know, I, I, you know, I had a job that kind of went through the pandemic, which was really nice, you know, yep. um, and I got to really use some time to focus on writing. I mean, we all did, you know, so I feel like we were kind of gathering up songs and then as things kind of went down a bit, you know, we started recording and kind of doing some stuff. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of, you know, we write a lot. I mean, none of it's good, but we do write a lot. <laughs> Way too much. Way too much.
4: <laughs> well, we're going to go into one of those songs. This is uh, All Kinds of Satan. Uh, and and you can uh, you can hear for yourself and judge for yourself. I think it's pretty awesome. That's why I chose you guys. Shout out to King Youngblood, who, who told me about you guys and told me to check out the documentary.
3: Oh, wow. Oh, my God. That's I love those guys.
0: Nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, no I, I I
4: King Youngblood, and they were like, you need to check out Astor House. You know, watch this documentary they did. It's really brilliant. So shout out to them. Oh, wow. I annoyed yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank you. All kinds of Satan. Who wants to introduce it?
2: Uh, um, not me. Russ, do it. <laughs> oh, okay. i'm gonna try and use my scary radio zoom voice let's do it this is all kinds of satan by the crappy band astor house is that okay
4: it's great here it is
3: (laughs)
6: You very well Your kind of evil doesn't just show up Like this a limp woman Treating you like her She couldn't have Held you very well Very well Very well Some kind of Like some kind of saint Like some kind of saint she couldn't have held you very well, like some kind of saint, like some kind of saint. She couldn't have held you very well, like some kind of saint, like some. To the maybe I never care Spitfire fire of the what,
3: what can, can I, I do?
1: and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
4: That was All Kinds of Satan by the Northwest Band. Nope, the, the Kenmore Band aster house no i'm just kidding are, are you guys a seattle band do you guys res- reside in seattle or are you guys everett or, or tacoma where you guys live
5: lake forest park lake forest park um, yeah i'm
4: in redmond but <laughs> okay yeah. lake forest redmond I yeah. would love it. That's a good band name, actually. Lake, Lake Redmond. Redmond. Lake Better Redmond. than Jar I and Astor house combined. Yeah,
0: <laughs> if yeah, Bob Dylan said that we would be we'd be in luck. So <laughs>
4: I like it. So that song was all kinds of satan. And uh they're gonna be playing at Drunkies and Drunky Two Shoes over in White Center April 15th. Uh how have you guys played a, a handful of shows since you know shows have opened back up? How has it been for you guys? You know, getting back into the groove.
2: I mean, you know, I don't want to speak for John and Julio, but uh, I'm going to. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, at, at least for me personally, it's really, it's been so much fun, you know, not just the fact of getting to see old friends and play again, but just the, just the sort of feeling that you kind of, I mean, you, you don't forget, but when you're playing a show again, that sort of adrenaline that at least I feel when we play, mm-hmm. it was I missed I didn't realize how much I missed it until we played our first show back which yeah. was like um J- June of last yeah, last, last year June, you know yeah. um and it was just it felt so so good yeah. you know and it's and it's you know, I feel like you get a, di- a deeper appreciation you know it's kind of yeah. just after having it be gone for so long when you're able to do
0: that again it's just
3: yeah
2: <laughs> it's kind of indescribable
0: yeah, you know, I, I definitely realized how much I took it for granted, you know, and I I'm, I, I, think yeah. that's, you know, mm-hmm. an idea that's been shared a lot with, you know, other bands I've talked to. But now it's mm-hmm. like the idea of going on stage and playing a show and messing up. I'm like excited to mess up, like right? it's going to be the greatest mess up of all time, you know, <laughs> so just it feels so good to be back in the fold. And, and I mean, it's just I'll I, I'll never forget that moment standing up on stage for the first time when I was a child and then coming back after you know, a year and a half just, you know, kind of etched into my brain. Yeah, because literally, I mean, because I kind of did the math, you know, because we,
2: I mean, even before we started playing with Julio, John and I played shows pretty consistently for over 10 years. And then as we were going through the pandemic, I realized it was the longest we'd ever gone in our whole lives without playing. Wow. Which was super, super weird, you know, Mm -hmm. so it felt just so great to get back. And it feels really good to be doing it again.
4: Yeah.
5: Julio, how about you? Anything you want to add to that? Um, no, it's just like, or not too much that I can think of other than it's just, it was really weird for like an entire year, basically, of just everything was basically screeching to a halt. Like, yeah, I, I remember a few times like being uh, outside when I needed to be and uh, it was basically just ghost town in certain areas. Like nobody was outside. Mm-hmm. Like uh, having to go to... Uh, the store to pick up some groceries Um, show up there at like early in the morning and just barely any cars out and um, no traffic. I remember too. Gas was like at the time was super cheap. Don't bring that up. Who? Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
5: I, I, I paid a $6 <laughs> a gallon for gas. Like not too long ago. <laughs> Damn, $20 <laughs> isn't gas money anymore. Right. Um, but yeah, after everything coming to a screeching halt <laughs> like that, coming back and kind of seeing everything and the uh, scene come to life again—some um, of the music venues that were just s- scraping on by the skin of their teeth, basically coming back and making recovery is really, really good to see. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, it's 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 triumphant
4: victory. You know, coming back and and we got to be safe, you know, and and everyone, you know, persevere and whatnot. But it's good to be back at some shows. Um, so so being that I heard about you guys through King Youngblood, let's let's continue this tradition. What's a band that you guys play with or that you know of that I should check out? Is are there any bands out there? It's that, so funny because
0: the, the first one that comes to my mind is King Youngblood. I okay. love. Okay, yeah. like honestly, right. I.
4: I I'll have to check act. them out. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: I mean, their their songwriting, like, I mean, their melodies. I I yeah. I, I, I honestly I can't say enough. Fat yeah. starfish is. I mean, I don't want to start naming bands because I I, I want love to name them. them all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I love them so much. And then there's there's ones that I'm going to leave out. But I mean, sure. like, yeah. all all of them. The collective, the royal we. Yeah. Well, the ones that we have in our documentary. I mean, like, go check them out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah.
4: All right. Well, let's do this then, uh, you know, of all time, you know, wh- whether it be, you know, heart or Pearl jam or a band that's playing now, what is your favorite or favorites Northwest bands of all time?
5: Oh, Northwest. I know, uh, for me, um, uh, Pearl jam definitely was one of my, uh, favorite bands like, um, yeah. in middle school. Um, and, uh, uh, high school as well. Uh, I just remember for a while, I was just you know, going deciding to go through their discography and mm-hmm. find a whole bunch of stuff. And uh, John showed me uh, Yield, uh, that album. I love, album. I love so that. that yeah. There. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, definitely. Um, because while I was searching through my dad's music to listen to music, uh, back then. I found, um, I remember someone mentioned Pearl Jam a long time ago Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't know of them at the time. And I thought, oh, I'll check that band out. And oh, look, here it is, 10 and Verses. And so, you know, two really great albums that I would listen to on repeat. And yeah, so that's definitely, um, I guess, my favorite Seattle band. Yeah. Awesome.
0: And how about you guys? My favorite Northwest band, they're in our documentary. I, there's, there's two. Yeah. Um, one is it's, it's, he's been in a lot of different incarnations of bands, but he's a songwriter, Davey Ingersoll. He was in Louder Milk, Gosling, Echo Larks. Like, so they, they're got to be like one of my all time favorites mm-hmm. of Northwest. Also, a band called Shoddy. They are stationed in LA right now, but. Okay.
5: Yeah, I was going to say Shoddy was good, yeah. but I Fantastic. realized, oh, they're yeah. in California right now. Yeah. 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 Really nice people. Amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that would be my Northwest. I, mm-hmm. Oh, and of course, like Nirvana. Like, of course. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure, sure. you
2: know? Yeah.
0: And, and it's weird because, you
2: know, you think, I mean, the fans that are so big, like Nirvana, G- Nirvana, Jimi Hendrix, and all those guys. I often, I don't forget that they're from the Northwest, but it's kind of, they're, seem so much bigger than the Northwest sure. at this point, you know? So it's kind of, when I get reminded that they're there and I'm like, Oh yeah, it's kind of weird how it can start from just this tiny little thing and, mm-hmm. you know, wherever they start, but it's, yeah, it's, you know, I love those guys. I'll have, always have such fond memories of uh, listening to Nirvana and like, you know, in utero. Yeah. Or like that scene from Wayne's World 2 when Wayne talk's <laughs> about to start and then A. Joe starts playing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or Sandra. Yeah. And with the end with uh, the wind cries Mary at the end. The oh. the trash. I love Wayne's World. Both of them. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Good
5: not just
4: the original. Yeah. How <laughs> yeah. are you, on, Wayne? We're not worthy.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, okay. So the show's coming up here on the 15th. And uh, again, that's at Drunkies at White Center. Um, you know, aside from going to the show, what's the best way people can support you all? I don't don't, don't beat us up. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know that's if a good way. Work. Not that's a good way uh, to support yeah. you. Not beating you up.
5: I think <laughs> yeah. we've got. I think we got a band camp set up that we might need to update every now and again but you know oh yeah i'll uh, do that too,
3: really. listen to our
5: stuff on Bandcamp, uh, like our videos and comment random th- things it could even say you suck or i hate you you know get prefer- those uh, comments going and yeah. that actually helps us in the algorithm yeah <laughs>
4: even if it's hate even if it's hate trolling it still yeah. helps
3: just yeah any
4: feedback, right? You can't kill what's already dead, you know.
3: Yeah, <laughs> nice.
0: yeah, we're already dead
2: inside. It's totally fine.
0: But yeah, you know, we got like Instagram and Facebook and yeah. Spotify, and yeah, I mean, we're out there. Like, you know, come, come find us, come listen. And if, if you like it, cool. If you don't like it, even better. Yeah. So.
3: <laughs> I
4: like it, man. Well, it's been awesome chatting with you guys real quick, and and uh, you know, getting a taste for the music. And and again, April fifteenth at Drunkies at White Center is the next gig. Uh, we're going to go into the last song here. So what I'm going to do is Julio, you're going to introduce this man and I'm going to shut up and you're going to introduce massive soul overhaul in your cheesiest radio DJ possible. Okay.
5: Mm, all right. <laughs> Give me a moment. Let's see. All
4: right. All right. So I'm going to shut up Julio, the radio DJ introduce massive soul overhaul on loud right. and local.
5: This is uh, KISW. Up next is "Massive Soul Overhaul" by Seattle band Aster House. Coming right at you. Good
4: job! Wow, that really Julio. Yeah, dude. Oh, <laughs> All right. well, God, don't man. let my don't let my bosses hear this. They're gonna take. They're gonna do <laughs> my job, man. <laughs> God, I I fouled the couch.
0: I peed the couch. That was really
4: cool. Julio. Yeah, riveting, just, Julio. Honestly. Riveting guys awesome again april 15th uh here it is massive soul overhaul by astro house it's Lyle and local stay home sessions <laughs>